Good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you today? A absolute shite. I'm high off my tits on prescription medication. Jolly uh, good. Otherwise, I'm I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Tired. I, I I see Teresa in the chat there. I want to say hello to you and ask, do you have your Twitter account back yet? Because those NAFO fucks hacked it, didn't they? Still says Biden fan club. <laughs> no, for fuck's sake. Um... <laughs> Andrew says was late caught part part with Himza saying a greeting with well, that new Himza video that you saw at the beginning of the pre-roll if you caught the end of it there you'll be able to watch the whole thing from 10pm tonight when it goes live on the channel not as a short but as an actual video so if you want to go and watch it over there then please feel free to do so I want to say hi to Andrew there Teresa, Shalini, Harold uh, whoever else is watching Great to see you. Hope you enjoyed the show. Like I said, I'm absolutely high off my tits. So uh, we could do this. We could, uh, Legally, by the way. Legally. But we can do this. Uh, also, Andrew, I want to thank you for the gift card that I shall at some point receive when John can be bothered to put it in the post. Uh, oh, I'm busy. Busy, busy, busy. It's a pre-stamped envelope. Put it in the closest fucking post box, man. I've got to write the envelope. Come on. I've got to write the envelope. <laughs> and I need to walk to the post box. I bet. I bet there's a post box between that property and the other one. There isn't. I bet there isn't. There, there isn't. There isn't. The post box is further on, nearer the park. Oh, nearer the park. Yeah. You might have to walk a, little, a few extra feet. Yeah, I go to the park to dump my rubbish. There you go! Because the parts get, go. get loads and loads of rubbish bins, so I just dump all my rubbish in it. It's like, it's like Hyde Park in London, loads of rubbish bins. Yeah, because like, remember... Big, big I'm, rubbish collection areas. I'm homeless, remember. And do you want me to take a video <laughs> of the, the premises that I, I work and live in just now and show I mean, it to you, you on Friday night? You could do if you'd like. Then you can see that... <laughs> If I'm a grifter, I'm not a very fucking good one. <laughs> Neither of us are. Come on, let's bloody face it. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you my hovel, okay? I'm waiting. I'm looks, waiting for a I gift mean, card. This looks great, doesn't it? You know the the studio with all the props behind it and all that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll show you. I'll show you what it's like. I'll put what the lights like on and expose the ugly truth. This looks particularly professional, and it cost me a fair few thousand pounds to make, but it is just a summer house. Yeah. It's a yeah. summer house that I sure. have spent a lot of time and money on uh, making look and feel and sound great. <laughs> yeah, I've just got a point. Be cheeky and get yourself something for B&M before you send I could do that. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be very upset. I would. I'd be very upset. Right. Before we, um, right now, that's how I'm getting my fizzy drinks. It's, yeah. uh, in next week. Right, tell that's me about this. Fizzy drink Is this guy purporting to be you? This, well, this guy Ben brackets chasing descent. Is he purporting that to is be me, you? You twat. No, I, I, you you wouldn't start a tweet with what the fuck, would you? I mean, I definitely did. Yeah. yeah okay. I definitely did. So tell me You're about. You have to read it to me before read it to them and read it to me because my eyes will not read this. Right. French now. publisher arrested in London by British police after refusing to disclose the passcodes to his phone and computer when questioned about participation in anti-government protests in France. And, that's come from and this the has Guardian. been reported in the 
yeah, the Guardian and the Telegraph. It's been right. reported in both. So this guy arrives into London. Uh, he's a French. He works with a publisher, a French publisher. Um, he arrived into London at seven fifteen p.m. on the Eurostar, so uh -huh. St Pancras International. Gets off the train. Is immediately approached by two plainclothes British police officers who then arrest him, hold him, and do him extra because he refuses to give them the, uh, the passcodes to his computer, to his to his phone. Quite rightly, um, too. Quite rightly, too, indeed. Uh, and this is all over government anti-government protests in France. And these were anti-terror police, by the way. Well, what's that, that got him. to do with us? Oh, you, uh, you tell me. This is what I can't work out, and hence the what the fuck. Well, why all, well why obviously the French aren't bothered. Because well, the, the French must have asked him to do it. Yeah, but they must well, have asked him to the, do it. If the French were, if the French were bothered about it, surely they'd have picked him up when he got on the train, or when he, well, you would have, thought, when he booked into passport control at the train. Well, you would have thought so. You really would have thought so. I mean, this is this is Orwellian <laughs> shit. This is, this is nineteen eighty four mm. shit. This is this is. This is a, an attack on the idea of a free press. And as I said, mm -hmm. I think to Andrew earlier on, uh, on Twitter, this is not really about, this is not really about him. It's, it's about sending messages to people like us, to the little guy saying, if we've got someone who's working with a company, massive legal backing and works for a publisher, we can take him and he, you know, he can sue us probably. We can get you too, little man who's got absolutely nothing. You can try. Don't you dare you can report try. on anti-government protests. Don't you dare do it. And um, do you know what? I, I, I say to that, like John just said, like I say that, we will continue to report on mm -hmm. anti-government protests. But, but what we try to do here, and, you know, people on both or all sides of certain aisles don't like it, but what we try and do here is is delve through the shit and give you the truth of the matter of what's going on. We pepper in a little bit of light entertainment and we pepper in a little bit of hyperbole sometimes. But ultimately, all we're trying to do is get to the bottom of things, get to the truth. You know, people who are, uh, would be dubbed or labelled quote-unquote conspiracy probably won't like half of the stuff we've got to say. And people on the other side of the aisle probably won't like half of what we've got to say because you often find that Occam's razor is pretty accurate and the truth lies somewhere in the middle and we're going to continue reporting that truth as yeah. we see it as we find it and i will be reporting on anti-government protests when i see them when i find them in paris yeah i think um i think you can pretty much um if you're pissing off both sides you're pretty much right on the money aren't you Absolutely, I would say you're you're well above the target, and mm -hmm. and you know not all conspiracy theories are true, and not all people that say a conspiracy isn't true is right. They're not. Indeed, the truth obviously lies somewhere in the in the middle. Not everything is a conspiracy, but some things are. So with that, and with that, John, I'd like to thank every one of you for attending this episode two hundred. That's how you say goodbye. Fifty. No, it's not. I'd thank yeah. you for attending this episode 215 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, and Ben, who's as high as a kite and talking really shit as it's normal. So you can go kick rocks, I'm a stack brace up, build what I want to make. Yeah. I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave.
There you go. I would have danced along to the music, but I completely forgot to unmute it. Yeah, and then I started that. laughing my head off when Shalini said, hang on, is that it? Well, why would she say, hang on, is that it? Because she thought you were saying goodbye too. Good grief. People, this is the problem with people these days. They don't read and they don't fucking listen to what people are saying. John, John, <laughs> John, John. These are our treasured, wonderful, beautiful, brilliant audience. And we Indeed. love them dearly because Indeed. without them, we wouldn't have 12 people to talk to. 12? That's quite good. Yeah, yeah. But suspicious mismatch with the likes. I see it. I <laughs> ah, the, the baseball bat is well too far away at the moment. <laughs> it's all the way over there. I am not going. Right, um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So the Times editor for Scotland, Magnus Llewellyn. one of yours. Yeah, I guess so. He said senior members of the SNP are braced for Nicola Sturgeon's imminent arrest. So it wasn't today. Today was not that good day, but it could well, well it, be coming. Well, it was going to have to happen at some point, I would think, because there's only three people really majorly involved with this current scandal. It's well, there's three, there's three signatories to the accounts. One of them was Peter, Peter Murrell. One of them the was, one was Colin, Colin Beatty. Colin Beatty. And the third and the one third? is... Nicola Sturgeon. Nicola Sturgeon. And so... They they arrested Colin last night, but once again released him without charge, same mm -hmm. as they did with Peter Murrell. So mm -hmm. they've arrested both of these people for questioning and released them without charge. And so it's got to be Nicola's time soon. Maybe they will do it more sensitively. Maybe they've already had her in for questioning and we just don't know about it. But this seems like arrests for the purposes of questioning under caution. Yeah. Therefore... She's going to be read her rights, even if we don't see a public arrest. So it may well have already happened, but... It may well have. Us. It may well have. But and we'll I said see. this to John already, is there were several days between Peter Murrell and Colin Beatty's arrest, and Colin Beatty's arrest is very fresh. It was just last night. Yeah. So uh, mm -hmm. let's brace for it ourselves. I think, you know, Occam's Razor, once again, says that she's probably going to be arrested. She's going to have to be, I would say. It's so, so going from the, the, the Times of Scotland to the, the Scottish Daily Express Cybernats Cybernats <laughs> Cyberrats warn of civil unrest and make dark comparisons to North Korea. <laughs> Complain that Scotland is like Catalonia. Really? Spain? Or even Nazi Germany as a result of criminal investigations of the SNP. Oh hold on a minute. Is it not the police's duty to be impartial and not be a political organisation? Therefore, Absolutely it is. does it matter which party or who is in power if the police are doing their job properly? No, absolutely no. not. And, the, you know, um, this is, uh, Scottish Express here, I actually agree with them. The SNP has helped foster this kind of sinister nonsense. Have, and it yeah. is nonsense yeah. because the SNP's six supporters are not going to be able to cause civil unrest. I know, I know. I just don't get where this shite is coming. Jesus Christ, John. Yes. This is fucking Scotland. Scotland's inhabited by fucking retarded people, right? who drive cars stupidly 
And well, thankfully, yeah. Friday night will be the last show you do from that particular studio. There will be. There will be. And so that's why I'm going to, give you, going to give you a sneak peek behind the curtain. And when I say curtain, oh. I mean literally. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa asks, is independence over now? Well, it never never got off the ground, did well, it, John? Did we, not, did we not have a referendum and say no? You definitely did. Yeah, you definitely did. And was that referendum uh, not meant to be a once-in-a-generation vote? Yeah, and was yeah, that was. referendum only what ten was not even ten years ago? It's funny that, isn't it? Yeah. Like the Scot, the Scottish National Party, they didn't get the answer that they wanted on the referendum, so they go, "Oh, people didn't know what they were voting for. They're too stupid." Well, let's have another vote, and then we get the Brexit referendum, which is also a let's get you know not what the liberal elite shall we say want, and they go, oh, those poor peasants were too stupid; they didn't know what they were voting for. Uh, let's have another one. It's almost like they're all fucking sore losers, and I voted Remain. Jesus Christ. <laughs> If they if they run the referendum again, by the way, if, if, if those new referendum... This is one Remainer who's voting leave, because well, I, voted I was leave. very naive. I voted leave. I was very naive. And if they were uh, running that I, again, I'd vote Remainer. <laughs> 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 nah, I don't know what I'd do. Anyway, <laughs> so welcome to the Sprite Show. Um, so... <laughs> He got a lot in here today. Oh, freaking hell! I mean, I wish he'd reach out to us actually, because we we use him a lot, you know. We 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 should reach out to him. I have done so, but he never come back. Right. Um, so uh, the US has secret nuclear technology at a nuclear power plant in Ukraine, the biggest nuclear power plant in Europe, by the way. Right, and warns Russia not to touch it. Why does it warn Russia not to touch it? Because Russia controls the part of Ukraine that this nuclear power plant is now in. So, to me, this is like, well, what are the US doing here? Because it's like saying, don't touch it. And Russia's going to go, of course we will not touch it. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to touch it, Joe. Okay? The other question is, right, the, the other question is, America says it's got secret nuclear technology in this Ukrainian plant, right? Mm-hmm that is vital to its national security. How can how can national security be affected by anything they've got in a civilian nuclear power plant? In Ukraine. In Ukraine. So, you know what? One, if you're an American, and if, not if you're an American, if you're the Americans and you did this, you're yeah. fucking stupid. Right? Yeah. Especially in Ukraine, yeah. which, as yep. you know, is the most corrupt country in Europe and is becoming, well, is not becoming, it is at a to totalitarian dictatorship as we speak and will soon cease to exist. Oh, don't say that, John. Not allowed to say that. That's not the narrative. Oh, right. Sorry. Oh, no, Ukraine's going to win. Yay! Slava, you can run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slava, you can run. 
<laughs> Spencer says, this sounds like a big red button that says, do not press. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. It's all, I, I, it's all bullshit, isn't it? I mean, I, I want to make that video. Or, or, no, well, I'll try to send them down a rabbit hole, but no. It's like, for God's sake, the Yanks are trying everything they can to remain relevant because they yeah. are literally... They are literally getting scorned by almost everybody on the planet, apart from Ursula. Ursula von der Leyen seems to be the only one that's given them any time of day these days. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. But do you know what? We need a new button. Um, Admiral Akbar from Star Wars. It's, it's a, a trap! That's a trap. Yeah, okay. right. Because let's face it, that's probably a big fucking trap. It could be. It could be. Right. So G7 foreign ministers promise tougher measures against Russia and call out China. Okay, what are they calling out right. China for? They're Hopefully calling out the China. Things. What? Hopefully the correct things, like no, they're, oppressing they're, their own fucking citizens. They're calling out China to, to talk Putin in to stop the war, right? And not to arm Russia. And China's always said it's not arming Russia. It's difficult to do with it. It doesn't, doesn't need, need to arm to Russia. Arm Russia. <laughs> but, I, I, China is the only country, right? I... I <laughs> Xi Jinping is, is sounding like, unfortunately, the sensible person in the room. And I fucking despise what they do to their own citizens. <laughs> I will come but on when to... he's the only person yeah. calling for peace... Well, he's not, though. He's not, because there's another guy calling for peace who I despise as well. But, again, he's the only sensible person in the room when it comes to Europe. But anyway, before mm. we get there, let's talk, let's talk about what this arrogant little shit... How arrogant does this little shit sound, Right. China must make clear its intention to continue to engage with the United States, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said. Countries around the world expect us, us to take a responsible approach to dealing with China. I expect that we can move forward in this direction. What an arrogant little fucking jumped up twat he is. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. I mean, this is... I think we are seeing the death throes of the United States of America as a superpower. And do you know what? I have absolutely nothing more to add to that. I think you've said it. I think you've said it. It's the most arrogant, arrogant fucking statement ever. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, United States, you don't own the world. I know you want to, to think that you do. But realistically, if you want to look at owners of the world... China's probably one of them with their Belt and Road Initiative, something that you tried to do with your installation of freedom, but they did another way. Basically, the end goal is the same. Mm -hmm. The end goal is to colonize, is to, um, you know, control. And that's what Belt and Road has done. It just did it without blowing everything to hell. Yeah, well, it they did it by. Yeah, so China's kind of doing it the Roman way, right? Yeah, they're so building whereas, their way in. Yeah, whereas America. Is very much the Alexander the Great kind of way, mm. where you you roll over it and conquer it, you know. Yeah. Um, and and, and yeah. I'm I'm sorry, America, but it's too it's too late. You you're losing the ability to do it economically, and you're losing the ability mm -hmm. to do it militarily because. 
and people are the irony out, is they're, they're outperforming you now, which is but the irony incredible. of all of this of all of this is that China would not be able to do this economically if we hadn't handed them the keys to do so. Mm-hmm. All of yeah. us in the West, because we wanted to, you know, basically virtue signal, oh, we're going green, oh, we're going to stop. They called it global warming back then. It's now called the climate crisis. You know, they have to rebrand every few years when their models don't turn out to be kind of right. Oh, well, but, um, oh, oh there's, there's climate stuff in here as well. But, but, but... We, we got lazy, we handed them all of our manufacturing, and we greatly enriched their country. Mm-hmm. And then we handed them the keys and the ability to do Belt and Road, to do all of these economic pushes into other continents, into other countries. I mean, they've colonized pretty much a, a, a good chunk of Africa with Belt and Road. Yeah. They've, they've, yeah. they've done what America wanted to do with their installation to freedom. They have. They have indeed, and then right. So Zelensky, so they beginning to sound like Hamza. Okay. Right. Listen to this, Zelensky. This Friday there will be a meeting, at which it will be de- it will be decided when the meeting of the general staff will be held. At which meeting they will decide when the offences of <laughs> offence of the armed forces of Ukraine will begin. <laughs> They were going to have a meeting to decide when to have the meeting, and that meeting will then decide when we start our offence. Yeah, yeah, it's a Stephen King book, and it's got no ending. <laughs> no, because you need to have a meeting to decide when the meeting is, because you know when you get to the meeting, you're not going to be able to decide on the offensive, because you know you don't have the forces or the weaponry to actually do an offensive. Oh, Am I about right? I think you're right, mate. And then... It gets worse. It gets worse because now we have, right, we now have reports that Ukraine is threatened by a new Maidan, right? So Maidan was when they did the last regime change in 2014, mm-hmm. right? So Zelensky's autocratic leader, the Maidan could take place again, believes the former Ukrainian minister. Um, without, without revealing the identity of the official because he's obviously frightened he's going to get assassinated or or worse if Zelensky gets hold of him but yeah we've seen we've seen we've seen footage from um we've seen footage from what's it called what's that thing that I never use telegraph something like yeah, that telegram yeah telegram telegraph <laughs> we've seen footage from that about Ukrainian soldiers moaning about Zelensky and and wanting to go and sort him out rather than go the other way and yeah. sort out the Russians so They've had enough. They by the looks enough. of it, allegedly. Well, allegedly. allegedly, but you know, if I yeah. was in Ukraine and fighting for Zelensky and hearing all the shit that's coming out now, I think I'd be have had enough as well. And then Actually, you, get... you know that is not my kid. That is not this end. That is John's end. What's up? The loud noises in the background. Oh, it's fucking birds, kids outside. This is, is the, kids? This is a, yeah. This is the. It's an industrial estate. Okay. Yeah. And the fuck what's next door that have the dance studio, right? Yeah. And, and you know, if you've got kids, fair enough. But yeah, you know what? They fucking come out and they they bring their kids in their fucking Chelsea tractors, right? Mm-hmm. And then they hang about yakking to each other and they park everywhere. I mean, one of them parked mm-hmm. in front of our doors, and I goes, "Why are you parking like that?" And she goes, oh, mm-hmm. well, am I not allowed to park here? And I goes, well, no, 
because it's fucking our car park. And she goes, oh, well, there's no yep. signs. And I said, there are no signs in the street that say don't shit in it, but you don't do that, do you? She didn't look impressed. <laughs> no, she wouldn't, she wouldn't. Um, so so that, is, anyway. that is the case. Yeah. And good evening to the others that have just come in. I see you there indeed. Thank you for joining us this evening. I'm just going to have a look at the chat if I can get through. Uh, yeah. Uh, Shalini says, still in his green tracksuit, we see. Yep. Zelensky is oh, never yeah, leaving that tracksuit. Oh. Um, Robin Robin is singing from my hymn sheet, baby. He says, all we're saying is give peace a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Singing from my hymn sheet because I don't want to see anybody killed. I don't want to see any Ukrainians killed. I don't want to see any Russians well, we've killed. Got, we've got more coming. So let's keep plowing on because... Let's do it. We, we are getting there. So the West is preparing for Moscow to use all available options to respond to the Ukrainian counteroffensive, says the Guardian. What offensive? Well, exactly. If, uh, if they do it, it's not going to last long. Yeah, but here we go. Here we go. Listen to the next bit, though. The West prepares for Putin to use whatever tools he's got left. Yeah, he's Putin's, got plenty of tools Putin's left. Putin's got plenty of tools left. I tell you, if you want to see what's going on and get a, I think, a fairly balanced view, look at the Hindustan uh-huh. Times. I, I, You know what? I actually agree with you. I actually agree with you. I think that they give the most balanced view of everything, and people might call us propagandists for saying that. Don't give a shit. I'm looking for the truth on either side here, because let's face it, we are being once again spoon-fed a Gasler. whole load of shite by the mainstream media. And when none of this does come to pass, when none of this Ukrainian, you know, grand Ukrainian victory, which they all keep saying is inevitable... When it when it whimpers out because that doesn't happen at least in the way that they say it will. Yeah. Um. What what? A, why aren't they more critical? This is this is a good question because they must know that public trust in the mainstream media is at an all time low, and it is. It's at an all time low when there are so many mm. alternatives available now. Yeah. And so many alternatives that push a counter narrative, and yet they persist. They persist with propagandizing people. They persist with telling people non-truths. And then they roll out these things that they call... And this is a new one, by the way, and it's rolling out everywhere now. A disinformation specialist yeah, to yeah. try and debunk other people when usually those people are lying themselves. But they try and give themselves an air of authority. Yeah, Look, I, I'm a disinformation specialist. See, I don't so understand... Why are they doing this? I don't understand this because this isn't how journalism used to be and it's not how even the TV people used to be. They used to actually report stories and and give you the truth, warts and all. I mean, look at, look at Woodward and Bernstein when they exposed the Watergate thing. The TV channels didn't try and cover it up, you know? It's, yeah. it, when the Vietnam War, they reported the good and the bad. You saw the body bags coming off one end. You saw the protests at the other end. You saw the, the, the trips in Vietnam. You know, I mean, you, you, you got a fairly balanced view of what was going on, but not now. Now it's it's complete propaganda. And yet, it's propaganda. They take a side, no matter what the issue is, they take a side and then they... That is the truth. The, Their side is the truth, and yeah, nothing else can be. Yeah, and and that's. I mean, look at even look at that debacle, right? 
around the the January the sixth and and the Capitol building, right? You know, on YouTube, if you say that wasn't an insurrection, they they will ban you. Well, don't say it wasn't an insurrection. I'm just telling you, if you say that, yeah, you're, but you're, you're not you're saying that. No, no what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, it. what I'm saying is, look at the debacle around it, right? Yeah. And the way it's been reported, and then the way it's been exposed in in Congress, in the House, right? And and the whole thing has been, it, it's been a complete, complete, you know, um, what would you call it? Just a, a shit show. It really is. Yeah, but. The point on I was both sides. There, on both sides. The point, point I'm making there about the the censorship, right, plays right into because you, you've got to you've got to imagine, and this is just this is just me spitballing, but I I imagine that these legacy media companies are behind the scenes um, lobbying companies like YouTube to take down people who say something different to what they do. They're given algorithmic prominence they're given you know higher high, higher reach and higher yeah. status yeah but we also know the government are telling them to do it as well yes they are but they, but i know that they work in tandem with these big legacy media companies and at the end of the day this is why you're seeing alternative streaming platforms this is why you're seeing alternative video platforms and some of them like rumble are starting to do very very well for themselves we're on rumble and, right now hello rumble and 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 if you are listening from google or youtube which you probably aren't but what happened to google because Google owns YouTube, you know that. But Do you remember the old slogan of Google? Yeah, what happened, Google? What happened? What was that slogan, Ben? Don't be evil. Yeah. And I believe that censorship is one of the most evil things that you can do. Even if you don't like what somebody's saying, even if you don't agree what, with what they're saying, other adults in the room have the ability to consume content, consume media, and decide for themselves whether they want to believe it. But you are taking that decision from them. You are infantilizing them. You are mm -hmm. telling them that you are their parent, you are their keeper, and you know what's best for them, but you don't. You don't know what's best for people. People know what's best for themselves. Everyone is an individual. Everyone can make their own choices. And I, I don't understand this. It's being pushed well, heavily by the legacy media. It's it the, is. It's, 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 but you know what it is? It's the extension of nanny state. It's the removal of critical thinking. It's the inability mm -hmm. for people not to do things they haven't been told about. And and that 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 incident tonight... There's no signs that don't say you can't park here. Right? Yeah. That's like, that's like, how fucking stupid are you? You go and park in front of somebody's door, right? And you say, oh, the, there's no signs. Where would you like me to put the fucking sign? Staple it to your forehead? You know? Well, exactly. Well, exactly. And, you know, we've got a skip at the moment, and I bet people start using it as their own personal yeah. bin, despite the fact that we've paid for it, you yeah, know? But, it's the same but, anyway, but this is this is what I'm going on about. People want to be told what to do at every turn, and they're so yeah. fucking happy that they go and sit in their house for two years and give up. You know, that's that's the kind of people that you're dealing with. People don't. They don't want to think critically. They don't want to challenge anything. They just want a. I just want a quiet life, you know. 
And you know what? This Possibly. this conversation does not mean that, that because people will take, oh, listen to us. Don't listen to the legacy media. People no, don't listen to us. Like don't, well, listen to us, but don't believe us. Yeah. Don't believe us. Do your own thinking. If you if you come to the conclusion that you agree with us, fantastic. We really appreciate it. But if you come to the, a different conclusion, you're always free to tell us. In fact, you're free to come on the show on a Thursday mm -hmm. night. We can always book you in. But if you disagree with our position, we're more than happy to, to listen to you and take that on board. Speaking we're telling of a you to think for yourself. Speaking of a Thursday night, who have we got tomorrow? Uh, who have we got tomorrow? The Bembridge. Is he actually... Yeah. You've arranged all of that. You've yeah. done it all. Yeah, he's coming. Nobody tells me nothing. <laughs> he's the mama. I'm a mushroom. They keep me in the dark and feed me shite. Uh, James Bembridge. <laughs> Explain to them who James Bembridge is. He's a guy that writes for, what is it, Country Square or something? Yeah. Something yeah, I think that. so. <laughs> yeah. Look it up tomorrow. I'll do a thumbnail yeah, in the morning. You'll, you'll look up our guest tomorrow, will you, John? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've had a look at him. There's a photograph of him petting an elephant online. Beach crates ask when you're getting Tate on them. Well, I've sent Tristan an email. I got nothing back. Right? I thought they wanted to go on every show that they could. Uh, it's like I was watching something today, and it was going on about podcasts, and it's quite interesting actually because it said as the um, as the Give It a Go podcast thing finished, right? Because a lot of people gave podcasts a go during COVID, during the pandemic. But um, yeah. Well, it wasn't but, podcasts I was doing. No, I know, no, I know, but uh, let's just say video podcasts as well, but a lot of yeah. people gave it a go and apparently um, there were like millions and millions of people going to podcasts. Of course. They had nothing else to do. But then you find that Half of the podcasts that were started have no more than three episodes. Three. <laughs> so that's 50% gone straight away, right? They have three episodes and then get fed up. That shows you people's attention spans, okay? <laughs> right? mm -hmm. Then, then the next one is... There are only... After you take away the ones that have less than 10 episodes, right? Worldwide... There's only 720,000 left. That's not terrible, you know. No. And and if you do listen on any podcast platforms, please do search Chasing Descent, because if you can't make these shows live on video, you can always find them pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Well over 200 episodes available for your yep. pleasure and your entertainment. And also, before we do continue on, if you haven't hit the like button yet, then please consider doing so. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. We are on that push to 900. We are within that 10 bracket right now within, less than 10 to 900 we've got more likes than um, actual people watching at the moment that sucks balls but it's still good <laughs> i think that's good still good but um um and also if you can if you if you can support us any further um, we we're not suggesting that everybody can but if you can then please consider becoming a monthly subscriber at patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or indeed kofi ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent you can also make a one-time donation to the show at paypal.me forward slash chasing dis uh, or uh, just subscribe to us over on rumble uh beach crates we yeah, we are indeed come on. attempting 
She won't go on anybody's show. It's not just us. It's nothing personal. She we go on her show. Go on anybody's show. We go on her show. Uh, Sonia Poulton, this is, for people listening on the podcast. Uh, but she will not go on anybody's show until all of her legal dealings are wrapped up, shall we say. So that is the only reason we haven't had Sonia on the show yet. We could try and drag Sean on, I guess. Yeah, we could. We, we, we asked him we the last could. time, and he never did. He, he, he's quite lazy. He never reaches back. It, or it takes him like a month to come back to you. Oh, we should probably send him a message. We don't do that. We don't send people messages. <laughs> we should reach out more. We are quite. We need people to help us. Yeah, because we don't reach out. We just basically what we do is we work heavily on providing you a great show, and we work heavily on providing you like great videos, and, great and then we don't market. Yeah, we yeah, we, we, we don't market. We're great at content. Well, I think we are. <laughs> I think so too. But, but marketing we one market, not so good. And we don't we don't um we don't market and we we don't reach out to people because you know we should probably go and turn up on other people's shows more often, but we don't reach out to people. Yeah. So we've got to learn to do that. We've got to learn to reach out. Um I think that holds us back a bit, to be honest. Yeah, it I really probably do. Does. It does. It probably does. Shalini says, get David on, please. Well, David's gone from Twitter at the Who's moment. David? David's gone. David Nolan stopped oh, on right. the pass. We've had his David Twitter on account's before. Gone even. We've had him on several times, yeah. but his Twitter account's gone. So we don't know what the state of play is. He yeah. may have stopped on the pass down completely. Yeah. Right. Anyway, moving on. Um, so the cessation of arms supplies to Kiev will mean the immediate end of Ukraine, says German Defence Minister Boris Pistorius. No, 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 it won't, Boris. What it will mean is if if you don't stop the the supply of arms to Ukraine, it will mean the immediate end of Ukrainians because they're all mm. going to get killed. Which is unfortunate. And and I'm Which not being I'm not being flippant about this because uh, I mean so. If Zelensky's got so many people that he can afford to do an offensive, why are they aggressively um, recruiting people off the streets, off mm. at funerals, at weddings? Mm. Why are they aggressively doing that if they've got you know loads of reservists ready and willing to go? I mean, you've seen people apparently coming from Sweden and the UK getting applauded on their buses or saluted as they drive back after being trained in the UK. So how long have they been here? What, three, four weeks? So what mm -hmm. is it? Cannon fodder? Is that all it is? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Um, I, are, I don't know Or are they either. getting trained to drive the, what, 30 tanks? That's going to go a long way, 30 tanks. Especially when Russian, the Russian weapons seem to be particularly effective at knocking out uh, Western armour. Yeah, um, those 30 tanks, if they ever do make it onto the proverbial board, will be gone pretty quickly. And once again, that's not supporting Russia. That's just looking at the situation at hand and reality. Because once again, we'll go back to Jack Texera, the 22-year-old or 21-year-old airman who is now currently in United States federal custody because he leaked the United States' own documents basically saying exactly that, that Ukraine is losing. They are dying at a, a rate of seven, seven Ukrainians to one Russian. Um, they've probably got a smaller force anyway to begin with. And 
at, at the end of the day, what is the point in all of this on either side? Because nobody should be done. I just don't know. No, I, no. I, is it Harold, you can't do that. No, we're not allowed to do that. We're not you, allowed you, to you, do that. He's just trying to get us banned, isn't he? Yeah. So, so uh, no. what? What? Once again, for people listening on the podcast, somebody has asked me to upload some of my old videos to this to these shows. I can't do that. I should be able to do that, but I can't. There's there's nothing spicy or. And there's, there's a reason there. that that's the reason Ben doesn't have a channel. Mm. So mm. we're not doing but, that. No. Uh, just facts and you know yeah. live streams and reality. I, that's I, it. I know. I know. But yeah, and, and yes, I, I agree, people. As a form of self censorship, you are right. But if you want to stay on You've certain no platforms, choice. what choice have you actually got? This isn't something you can fight at that level. All you can do is fight it by telling people the truth as much as you can and being on as many platforms as we can. Because be. because what YouTube did to me is they finally admitted in an email. Uh, and in a tweet that, you know, I was right, there was nothing wrong in these videos, but I would be banned anyway for spam. Never mm -hmm. told me what, what spam I'd created, because I hadn't. Yeah. Uh, but they will always find a reason to just shut up people they don't like. It's as simple as that. Yep. So, here's a tweet from uh, Donald J. Trump Jr. Where, where are we going? So, I know Ukraine is a new religion of the left, but it's not our problem, and we shouldn't bankrupt our country and deplete our military to aid one of the most corrupt countries in Europe. And and mm -hmm. this map here shows places that are not America and not on America's border, and therefore should not be really any concern of America, but America's got a military base in almost every country. <laughs> At least one military base in almost every country on that map that you can see, including Syria. Yeah. What the, yeah. What the fuck is America doing in Syria? <laughs> Installing fucking freedom, John. Don't you know? Right, that's it. Right. <laughs> Somebody, please make a one-time donation to paypal.me forward slash chasing disc because I want an American flag t-shirt for the show, right? And just freedom written across it. Somebody, somebody, please get me that oh, prop. Did that tell you? Do you remember if you go to paypal.me forward slash chasing disc, it's us? Mm -hmm. And I said, somebody's already got chasing descent. So if you mm -hmm. go to paypal.me forward slash chasing descent, it's me! <laughs> <sighs> it's freaking me <laughs> so don't be afraid people if you make a mistake it's still coming to us yes yes it is us <laughs> you still got my fucking gift card I want my gift card John I want my fizzy drink coming it's coming right so um right that's twat, okay? One of uh -huh. many. Somebody put me on a list the other day. If you ever You've put me on, on a list, list, you will get blocked, people. Don't put me on a list. Instantly block. Instant block if you put me on a list. Uh -huh. Anyway, so this guy, um, this guy says this is what you should be doing, right? This is his routine. Now, is that not the very definition of targeted abuse? Uh, so let's go through it. Uh, fella of the lights here, just on the jazz on Twitter says for hashtag NAFO inspiration, my new morning routine, wake up, shower, 
make coffee. Search Ukranasi on Twitter, and I said that because of algorithms. Yeah. Uh, report all accounts using this while enjoying my coffee. Even 10 minutes of this every day will help save the planet. Um, yeah, I think I would say that that is the very definition of targeted... Well, maybe not targeted abuse, but it's targeted something. No, that's targeted um, abuse. Because you're reporting people for no good reason other than using a, a hashtag. So it says harass Vatniks online. Yeah. And it actually says harass. So yeah, it does say harass, yeah. So that is... It's, and it's not morally acceptable because effectively all you're doing is um, trying to censor people's voice. Yeah, and do you know what? We don't agree with people who fervently support Russia, and we don't agree with people who fervently support Ukraine. As this show is pretty much about, the truth probably lies somewhere in the fucking middle. Yeah. Um, and, and this is just a bunch of extremes, isn't it? This is extreme. We could call them far left and far right, but I don't think that applies here. They're far something. And they're just they're just, they're just single-minded cultists on either side, really. <laughs> they're, they're far short of them. <laughs> they're a picnic they're a sandwich short of a picnic anyway um, David, I don't know how this will help save the planet no uh, no it don't. won't it won't it just annoys people and um, just makes them feel self important when they're not they just get tiny little penises anyway incentivizing illegal migrants to risk their lives by crossing the channel in exchange for taxpayers cash is wrong dangerous and hugely irresponsible that's why I have denied the Welsh Labour government their request and this is from David T.C. Davis MP the Secretary of State for Wales and mm -hmm. you know what I'm not often in favour of politicians taking arbitrary decisions but I think he's right because if well, yeah, you it's, if, it's if migrants dangerous. If migrants were to find out that if they got across to Wales, the government would be giving them 1,600 quid a week or a or month yeah. or whatever, of course they're going to take extraordinary measures to get there. And and how how degrading is that for the, for the people that are living on Welsh streets right now? Mm -hmm. How degrading is that? Mm -hmm. Just to say, you know, you can stay there. We don't care about you. We're not going to do this for you. We've got the cash to obviously do this on tap, apparently. So why not? Charity begins at home. If you've got that kind of cash to do that kind of thing, let's start at home. Let's take all of your rough sleepers off the street. Let's start there. Yeah. Charity begins at home. Them. If we don't oh. do that, then we know that we're just virtue signalling. We know we're just virtue signalling shite. And, uh, well... Who knows? Who knows? But that's that's what I say. Charity begins at home. Let's start with the people sleeping rough on Welsh Street. If you want to, if you've got that kind of money to hand out, put your money where your mouth is, and let's let's clean that problem up first. And it is a problem. It's a problem all over the United Kingdom. We've got rough sleepers everywhere. And and so, maybe. And and what I'd like to point out, I'd actually like to clear a few things up for people, and and maybe the reason why migrants try and get across the channel to the UK. Because mm. if you stop in France and decide that's going to be your home, there are a number of things that you have to do as a migrant in order to get any benefits. One of them is you have to give up your fingerprints, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be registered. And you won't get any benefits until you've been there for two years. Oh, it was four now, no, but it couldn't well, still be two. I, well, it was two. I, d I don't know if it's, if it's increased. But you won't get any benefits for the first two years. You're not entitled to anything. Right. So mm -hmm. now you know why 
they don't want to stay in France because they've got to fend for themselves for two years or four years or whatever, okay? And yeah. this is why you have a charity called Care for Cali in Cali feeding these buggers because they won't give up their fingerprints and they don't get anything. And they, sometimes Care they're there for, for more is... than two years, but they don't get anything because they won't give up their fingerprints. I think Care for Calais should personally, looking, and I've looked into some of the things that uh -huh. they say and they do and they're, they're direct. I think they should probably be investigated. I think they I should think be they prosecuted should pro for people trafficking. But, uh, yeah, I think they should definitely at least be investigated for human yeah. trafficking. If not directly, then at least having some kind of hand in it. Um, right. Some of the some of the rhetoric, and, and this is just my opinion, this isn't a fact, but uh, in my opinion, some of the rhetoric that comes out of the people that are working with and for Care for Calais highly suggests that perhaps an investigation is required. Yep. Right, the next one, um, now... Don't jump don't jump to conclusions, people, when you see this, okay? So yes, that may well be true that the monovalent Moderna and Pfizer uh, treatments are no longer authorized for use in the United States because they have been replaced by bivalent ones. Yeah, they've just got new ones. They've just got new ones. New improved. They've super just got ones. new ones. So um really doesn't doesn't make that big a difference. No, it doesn't make it doesn't make any difference. No. So the, the, all all they've done is they've they've and and they said this here in this country as well. I've seen some some things going out from the British government that say, you know, you've just got I think it's like one or two months but before you can never get your first and second is what they say. So um, I think the same thing's going to happen here, and. This is neither, you know, you make of this what you will. But what I will say is this, 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 this doesn't make a difference, in my opinion. It's just one replaced with another. It's just same shit, different day. Mm -hmm. um, probably not a reason to be celebrating because there is still that product available just with a different name and a slightly different tweaked formula. So status quo in my opinion is is the same yeah yeah right so the next one this was quite a difficult one okay right um this guy is dead now okay yeah. so what happened was security reported them for sleeping underneath the hotel or something like that and right cop cop arrives to deal with that female cop she's on her own yeah as most American cops are, you know, are a lot of American cops, they patrol singly, okay? Right. So, he, she's talking to him. Are they doing this to you on purpose? No, no. She's talking right. to him, right? And um, he does start to get quite animated. Now, I, I have every faith that the guy is an army vet, right? And mm -hmm. he's probably homeless and he's probably got some PTSD or other issues absolutely I would imagine so and, and she's talking with him and she's talking to him quite quite calmly and sensibly but he's getting more and more riled up okay and and he's he's doing it to himself and he starts threatening her right and coming right. towards her and she 
she puts her hand out and says, can you please back up, sir, and all that. And that's that's what you do. You know, you keep them at arm's length. You, uh-huh. you can you can never see this. Right, so from a police perspective, this is... Because one of our one of our viewers, or McHenry, I mean, we'd use him quite a lot. He's quite good. He says this would never have happened in, in, in Europe because the, the American police have a shoot-to-kill policy. And it, it's not that the police yeah. have a shoot-to-kill policy. The police it's have a, a shoot-to-hit to policy, a shoot-to-stop yeah. policy. So you're aiming here. Yeah, the last thing you want to do as a police officer is miss the person you're shooting at because then that bullet mm-hmm. can travel for, what, a mile, right? So who's it going to mm-hmm. hit? I mean, it might hit no one, but it could hit somebody else. It could hit a bystander. So if you're shooting at someone, the idea is to hit the person you're shooting at. To do that, you you aim at the centre of mass, which gives you the biggest target. And and the least chance of over-penetration, because in a military situation, if your round goes through someone and kills another soldier down the road, that's great. Two for one. John Wayne, right? But that's not what you want to do as a cop. Now, the next thing is... As an armed police officer, you never want anyone to be anywhere near your firearm. Right? And just for the censorship gods, John is an ex-police officer. He, uh, ex-firearms officer, in fact. He mm. knows what he's talking about. So you got to keep them away from your firearm because that is too dangerous for someone to get hold of. Mm. So she's talking to him. She's asking him to back up. She's backing away, right? Yep. And he lunges at her, right, violently. At that point, the video cuts, right? But you, Well, no, it doesn't. She shoots him. And then he tries to come at her again, and she shoots him, right? So you see all this. Yeah. And she says, stop coming at me or I'll shoot you again. And he turns around and walks away, right? But I think she was justified, because she's turned up to deal with the situation. shes I would have said she's called for backup. It's probably on its way. But his actions don't give her an out because she can't turn round and run away because if she turns round, she doesn't know if he's got a gun or not. I mean, look at him. No. He, he, you don't know if he's got a gun. He, he no. turns out he was unarmed. It doesn't matter. You don't know if he's got a gun and he's no. lunging at her rapidly She's genuinely in fear of her life. I think it's a justified shooting. And that's going to annoy some people, right? I think uh, it was absolutely right to neutralise him. Yeah. But and, and that's Did she have alternative methods? Yeah, well see that well that's the problem. It depends if she's got a taser or not. And the other thing If she's got a taser, she may well have should have gone there first. Maybe, but the problem with a taser is it doesn't work on everyone. And not only that, you've got a split-second decision as somebody's lunging yeah. at you. Yeah. And, you know, you're in fight-or-flight mode, and you you've got a choice to make, and you've got to make a series of choices uh, from what you're going to do to the motor movement of your arm, to grabbing that gun, to pulling it out. You've got to but, make all of those choices so, in a split yeah, second. Yeah, so Andrew says, Field for Life doesn't need to be a gun. Oh, no, yeah, that's right. He he could have had yeah, anything. He that's could right. have had anything. And the thing is, looking at him, what he's wearing, how many layers of clothing has he got on there? And he's got yeah, a full beard, right? I don't know what he's got under there. Yeah, but it's not um, that. Is a taser going to penetrate that? Who knows? To actually get him? That's, that's another thing. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a 50-50 on the weapon she used, I would say, but... 
I think um, from from my point of view, I think she's kind. Of, I think it's a justified shooting, um, and I, I think, think it's a it tragedy, is. right? Yeah, because I think the guy needed mental help. He didn't need but, to be shot. But the problem is more than mental help because this just goes back oh, to what yeah. I was talking about with Wales, especially with army veterans. Look how yeah. in the West we just abandon them. I know we just abandon, <laughs> and it's it's. Uh, <laughs> You know what? It's it's absolutely it's disgusting. It's disgraceful, and I would say she was definitely justified in trying to or attempting to, or in this case, actually neutralising him. Because, mm. as you say, she's lunging at him. Yeah, and she's that's in a, fear of her life. And that's the other thing. Regardless of what you see in movies and TV, cops mm-hmm. never shoot at people's limbs to try and. No, you know, they, to they're taught to, to aim for the centre of mass, as you said. You, you don't shoot at limbs because the chances of hitting it, if they're moving it, is slim. And you never shoot, this is the other one you don't do, you don't shoot at people running away. You don't shoot them in the head? <laughs> no, you do shoot them in the head. <laughs> there are times you do shoot them in the head, right? If, but, and, and, and I mean, my wife will testify to this because every time I see someone on a, in a hostage situation with them, they've got the hostage and they're holding the gun, that's when they get shot in the head. Because no, yeah, as that, soon as that, that bullet goes sense. through their head, they're not pulling a trigger, they're not doing anything. They don't have time. You shoot them in the head and bang, they're out of the equation. Yeah, well, um, I... I, I... I can't disagree that there was justification in her actions. And if that was the only weapon that she had access to, then absolutely there was justification in using that because ultimately she would have also, in in my opinion, and I think I'm probably right, but she was probably smaller than him. She was probably, so. um, well, yeah, I mean, this is supposed to be, well, I think that, that this this angle on screen right now, yeah, what I'm seeing is evidence because this is a chest-mounted body cam. There'll be a body cam mounted about here, probably. So yeah, and it's looking yeah. up. So yeah, he's obviously a top yes, chest-mounted body cam. Yeah. So uh, so she was more than likely smaller than him. And um, what choice does she have? I mean, I saw some arguments on Twitter today about shootings in America, and I saw a lot of women jumping in and saying, you know. Uh, I'm a I'm a small woman. Mm-hmm. If a six foot five man attacks me, and I've got a gun, I've at least equaled the odds. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I I definitely definitely see the point. I do. I definitely see the point that they're making. Now, whether or not I agree that everybody should be armed, that's not up for debate right now. But um, yeah, I, I she was Oof. justified in, in in at least neutralizing yeah. him for sure. Right, let's moving move, on. Uh, let's move on. Uh, so, uh, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, Norwegian, okay, that's the name, says in an interview for CNN Television that Pentagon documents that were previously leaked to the public contain incorrect information. How would you know, General Jens Stoltenberg? Because some of those documents were labelled top secret, no for. Right, and no for means no foreigners. Yeah, and that includes your allies. Yeah, you're Norwegian. Um, you would not have seen those no for documents. And also, if that's the case, if if the information is incorrect, then we will see Jack Texera uh, released surely because he hasn't seen oh, yeah. anything. 
Yeah, because if those if they're incorrect information, then those aren't the real documents, then are they? No. So Jack. Uh, so according to this guy, Jens Stoltenberg. Yeah. We should or Stoltenberg. We should see Jack Tech Sarah's imminent release because all he did was make shit up and and uh, and and mm-hmm. put it out. So surely there's nothing to hold him on. So I'll believe it when I yeah. see it, Jens or Jens. So uh, Bushels per acre gives us this from Kiev, the war zone we are told about. This guy is giving them a lecture on media while Zelensky literally banned media. And he's correct, because Zelensky did sign into law a new bill on December the 30th of last year that effectively stopped journalist organisations reporting the truth. (laughs) And yet this guy said, get a grip (laughs) to bushels per acre. (laughs) So what are you... <laughs> Wait, what, what you're what you're trying to what you're trying to tell me here is is this that Zelensky arrested and banned leaders of the opposition party. Yes, yes, he did. Uh, shut down certain sects of religion. Yes, uh, yes, he churches. did. Yes, he has now passed a law that gives him full regulatory power over the media. Yes, yes, he has. And uh, he's the one fighting for freedom. Oh, he's fighting for our freedom. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not, but I'm saying, uh, you know, I I don't think Ukraine's right. I don't think Russia's right. But when you start putting things into perspective, uh, it just makes them both even bigger assholes, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. When you start putting everything into perspective, uh, this this shouldn't be happening. People shouldn't be dying on either side. No. And I say once again to the general public, to the man or woman that's trying to just make ends meet, uh, when they ask you to go to war, tell them to go fuck themselves. We're not dying for your dick swinging contest. So, um, speaking of swinging dicks, uh, <laughs> Hillary here says Trump cannot win the election, but Biden will. So Hillary has decreed. I don't agree. I don't agree. Well, well unless Hillary- unless Hillary's privy to certain. Well, remember Hillary's um, Hillary was implicated in in certain irregularities, shall we say, <laughs> regarding the last election that she lost. <laughs> well. You know, the well, one in 2016. There were certain irregularities about that that she blamed on Trump and actually turned around and the FBI found out it was her that was actually yeah, the it, problem. But You know what? Uh, hill dog. Hill dog. <laughs> right? I don't think you've got all your faculties about your love. Maybe it's just time to retire because, you know, you've got way too many friends that have committed suicide. Oh, way too um, many. Maybe, maybe it's just time, Hill Dog, you know, because yeah. they're obviously not going to... You, you've obviously got away with anything that you may or may not have done. So maybe it is time to just retire uh, and go away. And I would say that for all senior politicians, but they won't fucking listen to me. No, they won't. They won't. But yeah. No. No. So, um, from Maz Nielsen here, the new uh-huh. geopolitical balances in the Middle East are beginning to frighten Israel. And I think they are indeed. So yeah. the alarm was sounded by the General and Reserve Yitshat Brick, <laughs> convinced that the threats facing his country have reached a level never touched before. Now, Israelis do oh, tend to definitely. be a, the, the Israelis do tend to be a bit 
they think they are the victim in everything when they actually tend to be the aggressor in everything. Um, but I, I can neither confirm or deny that statement. I just don't you know. Cannot, you cannot say anything against the certain races in this world, okay? And this might be one of them, that you can't question anything or say well, anything against what, I'll tell you what, who is threatening them and saying things against them is Iran, who threatened to destroy Israel as first Russian fighter jets arrive in Tehran. So uh, they've got themselves some uh, some nice Russian weaponry there, it would so, seem. So hold on a minute. If we went back to near the beginning, um, wasn't Putin running out of tools to use in his war? No, he's selling them. <laughs> he's got so few that he's, he's selling them. He's got so many, he's selling around fields. Well, I don't know if he's sold it to them. They're, they're more like they're on display. So Russian fighter jets arriving around for major Army Day weapons displays, like our local Air Force down there. Uh, no, no, Iran's, air show. We Iran's get, buying them. Because we usually get a MiG. We usually get a MiG down there, um, which is, you know, beautiful plane. Flies, flies lovely. Beautiful plane. Um but, but who knows? Anyway, moving on to uh, Captain America says, good morning, America. Do you know, Elon Musk, people have finally started, actually, um, getting the subscriptions on their Twitter accounts. Yeah. I'm not one of them. I'm not privy to that yet. It still hasn't been approved. But anytime people get them, he starts subscribing to them, giving them money. All right. He's, giving, he's, pay, he's paying Mr. Beast. <sighs> Why? See, this is annoying, I though. I mean, Mr. Beast doesn't need it. No, I've, I've actually never, Mr. Beast. I've never seen a Mr. Beast video. Mr. Beast is uh, in, in in a lot of controversy at the moment. He's in a lot of hot water. All right, what's he done? Because his, his best friend Chris is uh, Chris Tyson is transitioning <sighs> as we speak. Oh, that, that's right. Well, we we covered that a couple of shows yeah. ago. Yeah. So why is he in hot water though? Who knows? Who knows? All right. So, um, we've, we've, Elon, Elon. We've got a troll in the chat. We've got a troll in the chat. I want to say hello, troll. How are you doing? Oh, well. He says, I'm really good. I, I don't think this uh, this channel has ever espoused a single racist opinion, but we just talk about the news and we laugh at it. Elon has uh, said Canadian Broadcasting Corporation said they're less than 70% government funded, so we corrected the label. 65% or 69% government funded media. I love it. It's good. It's oh. a good... Um... Hey, you know you're yeah, starting you... to make a difference when you're getting trolls. Yeah, uh, yeah, you are. Do you know, when I was doing mine, uh, when I would be out on the ground, I would get a load of triple uh, X oh. now, click this link. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got right. a load of them. So, uh... <laughs> this is... Um... <sighs> this is John Campbell, Okay. Yeah. And he's another one of these, I had no idea, I was tricked. And he was tricked by dastardly politicians and scientists, and therefore it's not his fault. Because, why is it not his fault? Because he failed to think critically. Uh, because he failed to read. Yeah. He failed to uh, read, it's, he it's failed to digest, he failed to analyse, and he failed to think critically. So, Diamond Princess. Mm -hmm. And yet, we just lay persons who are not 
you know, specialists in epidemiology or virology or whatever, we could mm -hmm. see, we could see and report. But he couldn't. Yeah. See, he's a senior nurse practitioner. So that's what he is. One of my guests, and we both had it, um, we, we, we had a senior nurse practitioner come on the show many times. Uh, a guy called the Bemused Backpacker, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. senior, senior NHS nurse practitioner and very successful travel blogger. Uh, very successful indeed and he came to the complete opposite conclusion to john campbell from the very beginning because do you know why because he'd been working in the nhs for god knows how long he knew the protocols yeah. he knew how to do infection control and yeah he's, he was told to basically throw everything he knew out of the window and he absolutely refused and john campbell when you're told to throw everything you know out of the window yeah for reasons, shall we say, just the reason you're giving is just reasons because you weren't given any real scientific evidence to say you should, then perhaps you should have gone, why am I being told to throw everything I know out of the window? Oh, exactly. It's like, it's like, why did the Who change their playbook? Hmm? Why would you change your playbook at the start of something that your playbook is designed to counter? I have no idea. That's the thing. I have absolutely no idea. Now, we can go back to what Mark Changizi was saying. I don't know if there was a nefarious moustache twirler. I think a lot of it was very reactionary and very hysteria-driven. But the, the real honest answer to all of this, ladies and gentlemen, is people like me, people like John, people like you, we're never going to know what happened, why it happened, and how it happened. Because it's so complex, it is so layered, and there are so many people involved in just domino effects of hysteria 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 so we're never going to know what happened how it happened why it happened and when it happened so we can't give you an answer but what we can say is this john campbell you should have used your brain you should have engaged it mm -hmm. should have indeed hey right so sadiq uh, khan mayor of london sadiq khan so oh sadiq so, How you doing, my friend? To toxic air harms Londoners at every stage in life. Okay. From evidence of lowered sperm count, impact on field development, air quality can have a major impact for we're born. Taking action against air pollution must be a priority, not just in London, but across the country. Okay. Fine. Okay. Statement. Fine. But oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. If it's about your health, right, how does paying to do it make it any better doesn't doesn't if if it's being taxed it's not about health it's about money you know i saw a video from katie hopkins right i saw this video from katie hopkins and uh, it it was just it was just an informative video um telling you not to go to places like tool station and you know we would never tell people to buy expandy foam for three four pound a bottle and yeah that you can get at places like b&q and tool station and any other real hardware retailer we'd never tell you to go and get that stuff and you know we would never never tell people to oh, use the, it on apparently the there's cameras. over 50 <laughs> stolen yesterday <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's shocking. Shocking, I, I wonder. I, I wonder how the general public, right? And this might be me being uh, this. This might be me being facetious, kind of, I guess. But surely the general public, if they were to destroy you, Les cameras, don't they own them? Well, technically, yes. <laughs> I, I, you know, technically speaking, how can one destroy one's own property that's and, and be prosecuted for it? Well, that's a good point. I mean, you could try it it's, in court. I think you'll still get it's done. It's probably but... not a point they'll hold up in court, but, you yeah. know. But it's, it's worth the argument, you know. Anyway, Technically speaking. speaking, at the base level, yeah. So um, here's Ursula von der Leydown, right? She's, ar she's urging EU countries to adhere to the common position because consensus is good, remember. The common position on China after Macron suggested not to drag Europe into Washington's conflict with Beijing. And and yet again, we've got the French freaking annoying little dictator actually speaking sense. It's just yeah, a pity he can't sort his own country out. Did but you see the video he's of right. today? You've just getting booed wherever yeah, I know. he went. But he's right. Don't drag Europe into America's last-ditch effort to try and remain, you know, superpower against China because it's it's just not going to end well. How, how can it possibly benefit any of us if we end up at war with China? Well, it can't. It can't benefit it can't. any of us. It can't, it can't benefit any of us. And if you want to um, support, if you want to support America, why are you still buying iPhones? Because where are they made? China. China. iPads. China. 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 <laughs> uh, Cisco routers. Your TV. <laughs> China. China. Your camera. China. Your microphone. China. China. Your laptop. China. Everything made in China. Yeah. Yeah. Most. Well, most. Most things that you use are put in your house right now were likely made in China. Yeah. They were likely made in China. No, uh, let's move on. I don't Marco know what, Polo here. Yeah, I don't know what um what Sarwar is not Sarwar, what Hamza's up to, but he seems to have missed this trick and he's now calling Adash Sarwar, who's an MP, right? Or an MSP. He's calling him Kiel Sarwar. <laughs> is he is he Labour? <laughs> yeah. He was having a go at Keir Starmer, and then he was having a go at a Sarwar, and then he came out with Keir Sarwar. <laughs> He's doing look, a Joe he, Biden. Look, 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 look. Hamza looks at every member of uh, every member of Labour like they're exactly the same person. Well, they are. They're all white. Yeah, well... <laughs> You know, he goes, he looks at him and he goes, you people, you, wait a minute, what do you mean you people? Well, I'll tell you exactly what I mean by you people, <laughs> yeah. right? Because I fucking hate the fact that every institution in this country, and I'm on record saying this, I hate that it's led by white people. But it's not. <laughs> I mean, the First Minister of Scotland is you, Hamza. <laughs> and if, it, and the Prime Minister is a Hindu. Who's who's got yep. a damn good suntan? Anyway, yeah. Speaking well, well, of speaking of Rishi Sunuk, right? Uh, Rishi Sunuk. Yeah, he has done this, hasn't he? Pleads with Britons not to turn off the emergency phone alerts. Too late. All off. All off. All off. Not listening to your shite. Nope. 
Not listening to so, your shite whatsoever. You, yeah, what his reason? What what some of the reasons were? Um, you'd get you'd get <laughs> you'd get warning I, I in did. the case of a tsunami. <laughs> Or a nuclear strike. <laughs> or a nuclear strike. Or a nuclear strike, John. Right? Are we expecting a tsunami? <laughs> are we expecting a nuclear well, strike? The only I nuclear, live on the coast. The only nuclear strike in tsunami is going to come from Russia. So maybe we should stop fucking with them. Maybe. Uh, Luke Honeyfunder says I will be in Edinburgh tomorrow. <laughs> 8 a.m. train from Newcastle. He's coming up your way, John. Oh, he's going to Edinburgh. That's lovely, Luke. It's yeah, just a pity I, I can't go and meet you. Yeah, it's a, it's a lovely. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful time. Have a nice time. Edinburgh. Edinburgh's all right. Glasgow's better. But Suck Edinburgh's in the right. culture. Just just <laughs> bring, breathe in the ambience. <laughs> he makes loads of little videos for his YouTube channel. They're actually quite nice. Yeah? Cool. Yeah, they're nice. It just, just of his little right. travels. It's Here we go. Nice. Here's a biggie. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this. Right. Uh, oh. Climate scandal. Uh-huh. Major doubts have been cast on the accuracy of global temperature results after the discovery that uh-huh. electronic thermometers in Australia have registered temperatures up to 0.7 degrees centigrade higher than the traditional mercury glass units. Oh, no. Well, 0.7 of a degree centigrade is about one and a half degrees Fahrenheit, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That would account for there being no warming. Yeah, that but, would be but John, bad. Sh- what can you say? On. Let's move. Just move swiftly on. Yeah, I'll move swiftly on. I'll just. just, just can't Do you live it. in Glasgow, John? You've been asked. Yeah, I'm close to Glasgow. Close to Glasgow. He's not. He's not close. quite in Glasgow. He's 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 close to it, but yeah. From Near our the good friend, you can from, hear from that. Friend of the channel. Yeah, you can. He's in the direct flight path of the bloody airport. <laughs> from friend of the channel, Mark Changizi, he simply tweets, <laughs> to CBC Radio Canada's, our journalism is impartial and independent. To suggest otherwise is untrue. That is why we are pausing our activities on Twitter. Uh, and then says the same thing in yeah, French. But uh, nobody suggested your um, your journalism wasn't impartial and independent. All, we, all that... Uh, that Elon said was you were seventy percent funded. Well, sixty nine percent funded, as you pointed out. You're you're less than seventy percent, but sixty nine percent funded by the government of Canada. So I don't understand the problem. Well, uh, they just don't. I, I imagine that they're throwing their toys out of the pram because they believe that that label will give the implication that they're not impartial. And I will say this to you, all of the mainstream <laughs> legacy media, you are not impartial. <laughs> And you haven't been for a very, very long time. But yes, you are not impartial. You're not. Uh, Moving on then to Ed the Turkey. This is a good one from Ed. So, from the Independent, 24-hour sausage rolls would cause wave of crime, police say. (laughs) That's what's in in regard to a West End location. Greg's want to stay open for 24 hours to sell sausage rolls. But it would lead to a wave of crime. And and London? Is that? Yeah. Isn't there a wave of crime going on in London anyway? Yeah, I know. But how the hell does Greg's stay open 24-7 cause a wave of crime? 
<laughs> we needed it's slow news day, John. We needed a story. <laughs> slow news day. What nonsense is this? So Ed tweets, I always suspected it was those sausage rolls from truffles leading me astray. To look at it to look it at or look at it, you'd think it was a cute little sausage Sussex bakery serving excellent bread, coffee and pastries. <laughs> but it's actually a secret crack house and meth emporium. Yeah, well, I, 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 I've been to a 24 hour Greg's before, John. There's more than one of them. They're already yeah. available in parts of the country. Yeah, I know. I, know. I was quite surprised. Even Greg's up here is open on a Sunday. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Right. Wow. Um, Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Superman. Remember Dean Kane? Yep. The guy's a fucking legend. Uh, well, the guy is as red-pilled as they come, as they say. So here uh, he goes. He says, I think neither of you are girls, okay? I mean, and that's fine. And they reply with, and you were never Superman either. And he says, correct. I pretended. Because he knows he plays pretend for a living. Now, I, 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 I will give you my personal opinion on Mulvaney once again, but then after that, we need to stop talking about it. He very, 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 very clearly admitted in his second day of girlhood that what he was doing was parody. He said it. Uh, I think Dylan Mulvaney is a troll. Did I he have Dylan Mulvaney, uh Facial feminization surgery, but no other. But why did he have that? I mean, because he still looks like a guy. Too- because this is making him millions and millions of yeah, dollars and getting yeah. him he massive is, he brand is a troll. I know. He is a troll. He's a troll. But um, Dean, Dean, Kane, Dean Kane. Take my hat off to you, sir. So you get yeah, there are people in this there are people in this world that, that, that generally generally do need all of the support possible. They have gender dysphoria. It is a yeah. it is a serious condition, right? And we need to support those people. We need to especially adults. I mean I would say exclusively adults. Um but we need to support these people. Uh, and if they come to the conclusion that they want to do this sort of thing to their own body, we'll, I'm not going to stand in their way at the end of the day. But I will not be gaslit. I will not be threatened. And I will not be told what I can say or think. Now, ultimately, I, I let people live and let live. But if people want to come at me and try policing my thoughts and my language, that's not live and let live, is it? No. So... That's all I will say, because, you know, most trans people, most trans people just live quietly and uh, under the radar and and live their lives. That's the vast majority of them. Um, what you're getting here is a real vocal minority, and I would say a very militant vocal minority yeah. at that. And they don't represent the people they purport to represent. That's all so, I'm going to say. So Jess Phillips here says... Today, in working in Parliament, there's a noise in my office that sounds like someone mowing a lawn that has persisted for 40 hours. And Fidel, Fidel comes back with us with, have you left something switched on in your hand, Bagley? (laughs) (laughs) A classic. I mean, it's these witty one-liners that just make your day. It does. It just puts a a little smile on my face. (laughs) That's... That's, that's what might trigger some people, but 
it is in jest. That's I think. a question. So that's uh, the question is: What was the weirdest place that you have pleasured yourself? And John, would you like to read the answer there? When I was nineteen, I was suicidal. I went to go lay down on the train tracks and get run over. I got bored waiting for a train, so I and decided to rub one out while lying on the tracks. Post nut clarity helped me get off the tracks and get the help I needed. And then saved his life. Then the reply. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest place for me was near some railway line watching some dude line and the tracks beating off. It was like a race of who was going to come first, him, me on the train. <laughs> There's always someone got it in for you, isn't there? You bear your soul. You bear your soul and that's what you get. Now, we are Oh my word, did somebody say that yep 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 this is it's vegan Jeez. because it's strawberry milk and not from a cow oh you absolute oh the iq the iq <laughs> oh, just, just, <laughs> if you're gen z you should be ashamed very ashamed you know what? and it's reasons like fucking this that tiktok yeah. should be banned yeah yeah, right, it's... because these these people they go on TikTok, and I guarantee you that sort of thing would get thousands of likes. What are you doing, oh, you John? Slave-y. What, what are you, are you doing? doing? I'm milking a strawberry. <laughs> yeah, you're milking a strawberry, are you, John? Yeah, it'd be more like this. Oh, it's got loads of little teats all over it. <laughs> what are these little yellow things all over the strawberry, John? Oh, they're, they're the teats. They're the teats. <laughs> The New York Post comes up with this gem. Prince Harry lookalike wanted for stealing Louis Vuitton bag. (laughs) That's not a Prince Harry lookalike. That's just a ginger beard. Uh, is, is that the qualifier now? Is, Is that it? If you grow, because my beard grows in part of the ginger, can I go get a job? Prince Harry impersonator that's the qualifier because that guy looks absolutely fucking nothing like Prince Harry I know you just admitted but parts of my beard growing ginger yeah nothing else does ginger ginger striper you know I absolutely adore ginger hair I think it looks great I think it's fucking foul I think it looks fantastic (laughs) I really do so I put this one in quite late Mike of the South West here right my wife and I were talking about fat people last night. Or, well, what would you call them? Weightily challenged? I don't know. Just saying, why do they get so fat? And it must be hard to do everyday things, etc. Well, it can be at times. Putting your socks on can be difficult. Um, and then I said, just casually, matter of fact, that's why if people get too fat, they take them to the zoo to get an MRI. <laughs> Which is true. Which is true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> was that loud enough, Troll Room? Was that loud enough? Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. Turn it, you could tweak it up a tiny bit and then go again if you'd like. That's true. Is that loud there enough, Troll good. Room? Is yeah, that loud good. enough? Is it, is it no, really loud enough? Right. What? Push the Putin button. Push Putin. the Putin button. Putin! Perfect. In my ears, that's perfect. Oh, well, tell me, Troll Room, is that loud enough? Yeah. Uh, they're all saying it's fine. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, so... Right. <laughs> that is true. If you're too big, you won't fit in that little hole. <laughs> I have... We're moving on to our final video. And 
I have seen the, well, our final slide, and I have seen this video, and I wanted to just cry in a corner when I when I saw this because at the end of the day, right, as a bigger person myself, put the slide up, John. Put the slide up. Uh, it is funny, but I I think there is a serious aspect to it. This woman here says, why isn't the airlines focus on providing adequate seating for plus size people, as in larger seats and a larger area? Also, the toilets would need addressing, too. Um, and have you seen the video? Yeah, I've seen most of it. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, oh, she wants, she wants day, everything. At the end of the day. And she wants um, a, re a refund. <laughs> well, for the most part, right, for the most part, our body size is solely our own responsibility. Mm -hmm. We need to take responsibility for that. And if you can't fit in the plane seat, that's that's a consequence of what you chose to do with your body. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is. It's an absolute consequence. I, I know I'm a larger guy, right? I'm not anywhere near as big as I used to be. And in fact, even on this show, John's got some pictures, shall we mm -hmm. say, of when we started this show. I'm a lot smaller now than I was then. Mm -hmm. But... At the end of the day, it is not the airline's responsibility to cater for you. If you want more space, buy two seats. If you want, th yeah. it's as simple as that. I, I actually replied to this. What did you say? I said, okay, I'll go along with it if you start pricing airline tickets per pound. That's a, I mean, that's, a, that's certainly a compromise. I well, would say. Yeah, it's because why should why should the skinny guy pay for the why should the guy that Toilet takes up seat. less space pay for the person that takes up two seats, right? Why yeah. should the person that weighs less pay for the person that weighs four times as much to haul their fat ass around? Because it it's gonna take more kerosene to fly the plane from point A to point B because of the amount of weight in that passenger. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And Personally speaking, like I said, as 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 a larger guy, I I I I tell you what, I was twenty three stone and nine pounds. That was my biggest. That's heavy. And I went to Fort Park, uh -huh. Fort Park in uh, in Chertsey in Surrey, and I got on a roller coaster. It was a Halloween event, so it was a fright night. The place was packed. And I got on a roller coaster called Colossus. It's a ten looper, and it took three members of staff to put me in my restraint. It took, and it was the most embarrassing moment of my life. And I'll say that to you straight: it was the most embarrassing that, moment of my life. Did that? Did that prompt you to lose weight? I lost ten stone in under six months. After that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the moment. That's what did it. Yeah. And then I put up a picture of me uh, at that size. I, I put it on the wall so that I could look at it every day and fat shame myself into doing it and i didn't exercise i can't exercise because i'm a disabled man well i can do you know yeah i can't do exercise, exercise like is only 15 to 10 percent of weight loss anyway it's all about so, diet it's all about what you eat i I restricted myself to an 800 calorie a day diet yeah I which was probably calories. quite dangerous no but, why would um, it be but it worked why would it be dangerous it why do you think it would be dangerous well, I was obviously taking him far more than that, and my body yeah, but was used to far well, more than that. Right, so effectively, see all that fat, you know where it is? It's just stored food. 
Of course it is, yeah. So when you can't when you can't provide, when you're unable to go out and fucking catch something to eat, your body just uses a stored food that it's got packed mm-hmm. around you. And that's why we're so quick at putting food on uh, why we're so quick at putting on weight. Because we're always our bodies are still I mean, our bodies haven't evolved. They're still looking for the um they're still looking for the the, the famine coming. So they're they'll pack away as much as they can. And that's why we have this sweet tooth. Because yeah. sweetness isn't a thing you get very often in in um, the wild, and when you do get it, it's very seasonal. But we mm. we treat ourselves all the time now, and that's why so we're all RCW, getting obese. RCW says I no longer eat lunch. Well, I don't eat breakfast, lunch, or snack. You don't I only eat dinner. You don't get that many toxins when you when you melt fat, um, when you mm. eat fat, because your body deals with it. And anyway. It, if you're eating a healthy diet, you shouldn't have toxins in your fat anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, well, actually, I had my dinner uh, uh, late late afternoon. Your actual I... diet, apart from your stupid consumption of highly fructose, you know, laden drinks, know. is your it's diet is fine. Fat. Your diet's fine because yeah, you're I've basically, basically been carnivore. A carnivore for diet yeah. for twenty years. Well, I've that's been like fine. That for twenty years. It's the stupid consu- it's the stupid consumption of sugary drinks that's doing you in. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um and I know it and I've I've always said every time I cut these down I the weight falls off me. Mm-hmm. It does. It falls off me, but at the end of the day taking this right back to, you know, the slide um I, I didn't expect them to put in a big boy seat for me in a roller coaster. I did no. get to ride the roller coaster, and do you know what? Now I can ride that roller coaster and have absolutely no issues in getting the rest- in the restraint yeah. at all. Yeah. And in fact, me and John have been to Alton Towers and we rode everything, didn't we, John? With no you issues. Did. Yeah, yeah, no props. Yeah, yeah, and that that wouldn't have been the case for me if I'd remained that size. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, RCW says my weakness is yeah, beer. beers. The but, problem with <laughs> I like beer as well. Well, the responsibility for our body sizes ultimately does lie upon us, mm-hmm. and we we can choose to do something about it. Well, I, I do think this rhetoric that's being bandied about now that that oh you can be thirty stone and completely healthy. I think that rhetoric is dangerous. No, you can't. I really do. Yeah, I think that rhetoric is dangerous. Um, you see people going along saying it, and then you see an article saying they died from a heart attack a few weeks later. Oh, that's yeah. happened. I mean, um, you're you're lugging that amount of weight around. You're doing in your joints. You're doing in your you're doing in your all your internal organs because they're all getting pressured with the amount of fat that's packed around them. Your heart's yep. having to work harder to get the blood pressure around your body. Yep. Your blood pressure's higher, so you're more likely to have a stroke or. Yeah, it's just it's a whole litany of things that's going to cause you problems. You're just not designed to be that size. No, you're not. You're and not and this is coming from size. a fat guy because I'm not thin, but I know I, I know that I can. I know I need to lose it again, and that's what I'm doing. A- Andrew says he cold turkey drink in his thirties and lost seven stone. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, and you know what? That sort of that sort of weight loss and that sort of achievement should be celebrated. Yeah, like people have decided to make a choice to try and to try and extend their life, and by extension, you know, be in other people's lives for longer. Because this, when you do things like this that ultimately kill you, it doesn't just affect you; it, yep. it affects everybody else around you. You've got children, you've got parents, you've got loved ones. 
Yeah, I know you're on the water, right? But I know come Friday night you'll be on the beer, and you'll be pissed as a fart. Um, and it, it's people's weakness. Uh, when I'm in Paris, if people want to donate to the live streaming when I go to Central Paris, you're going to be buying me wine. That's what you're going to be doing. You're literally <laughs> going to be buying me wine. And I don't drink, but it's going to be hilarious. I'm going to sit in some wine bars and live stream and live stream some protests as well when I find them. Uh, so I think that pretty much that. wraps us up. Thank you, everyone. Um, it's now 25 to 10. And, uh, That's been a good show. Hamza. Hamza, I'm greeting. We'll be live at ten o'clock if you didn't catch it on the pre-roll. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can pick it up on the videos on the channel. So before before John says thank you, I want to say thank you for listening to my high as a kite legally medicated rants this evening. I hope they've been coherent. I hope they've been interesting, and I hope you've enjoyed yourself. John, over to you. And with that, I'd like to thank everyone for attending this. <laughs> Chasing the Scent Live, episode 215 with me, John, and Ben. It's been great. For you. For you. Yeah.